Video Archive podcast. It started, and it's exactly what we expected it to be. Although, uh, Roger Avery sounds exactly like somebody I work with, so I keep thinking I'm at work when I was like, and why is he talking to Quentin Tarantino? <laughs> But what what are you thinking so far? The uh, podcasting medium was invented for Quentin Tarantino to eventually have a podcast. Yeah. I've been for years. I've been listening to just YouTube videos of, of Quentin Tarantino talking, right? right? I like events. Yeah. So to me, when I heard this was coming out, and when I finally heard heard the first one, it was it's the best thing ever. It's the best movie podcast ever. It it it's. You know, you just you just you love to hear him talk about movies. He's got such insight on everything and very, you know, really just good opinions and the things the things I don't know, man. I just great think opinions. it's the greatest. And I love that how what's really getting me with him is everybody just assumes he loves every single movie he sees and like he'll have heat with movies and he'll go back and he's like, "No, but then I went back and watched it and I'm like, "Okay, maybe I did. but the stuff that he connects to in the films could that he might have hated 20 years ago. Now he'll talk about he loves. But either way, he the guy's selling me tickets, man, because I'm like, I got to I gotta rent these movies now, the ones I haven't seen. And his love of film is, like, so pure. He's got no uh, – he doesn't have that gene that folks have, other people have, where you can like something ironically. Yeah. No, he loves it or he hates it straight up. Yeah. There's no ironic fandom of anything. No. No ironic hatred. You know what I mean? Nope. No, again, he's the one of the first ones that I was like, Disney's getting Star Wars, and all I'm thinking is Star Wars Resurrected, and he was that voice. And you have that voice, too. Don't cut yourself short. Where it's just jarring all of a sudden. He's like, what the fuck do I want to see Disney making Star Wars for? <laughs> and exactly. It just, called and it, it. Just, it just hits you. You're like, well, and it turns out that he was right. But he just really sells you on these films. And... Uh, so far, the films they covered were Dark Star, Cocaine Cowboys. I didn't. I was see. so I was so happy that the first movie was Dark Star. You know what? Because I told you uh, we were because we were watching Return of the Living Dead the other day. Yep. And I heard uh, I heard him talking about Dan O'Bannon. He had heat with Dan O'Bannon. Yeah. And he the did. first episode goes into that. Mm-hmm. Why he had heat with Dan O'Bannon? And it <laughs> makes perfect sense. It's so logical. It's something that you know I would have thought or you would have thought as a movie fan. It's just like oh, you can't. Yeah, Return of the Living Dead came out the same year as uh, Day of the Dead. So it's like, no, I'm a Romero fan. I'm, I'm not into that. It makes perfect sense. It's like, oh, I get it. I get it. I forgot that we had had that conversation. But I, when I heard it, I was like, where have I heard this before? And then I realized we had that conversation on Terror Tuesday. But I had not seen that uh, that film before. I didn't know that was uh, John Carpenter's a student film. It was a student film that they expanded into a feature. Um. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, this is like, if if this came on while you were in uh, college or something late night, well, well, you know, after after you know partaking, it's like it's it's fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. It's just like a. It's like Alien, but just as as a sort of a counterculture comedy. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm definitely down. And the other one I definitely want to see was Cocaine Cowboys because it just remind me of. CC Ryder with Joe Namath. That's the feel that I got from it on the pitch. That I was just like, oh wow, okay, I'm in. But I didn't the, that first episode, great episode. But I didn't see either one of the films. And I noticed uh, Roger Avery's daughter is a producer on the show, right? And I love when they bring her in because that's the the modern day perspective, right? You're going to get their perspective of the guys that 
grew up on, you know, 35 millimeter and VHS and they grew up on this, but now you're going to get her perspective to show that this is still a viable, a viable thing. And you notice Quentin does the ads. Dude, I was going to say it, but he, he does like the, he does the the voiceovers for the ads, (laughs) Uh, but he's, he throws that gimmick voice in there on purpose, right? Yeah. He does his gimmick (laughs) voice, you know, his, his pitch guy voice. Yeah. He loves to do voice stuff, right? In like all his films, like in Jackie Brown, he's on the answering machine and stuff. Oh yeah. He's not, he wants to book himself in his stuff. Yeah. So he does the voice. He he was doing an ad for LinkedIn or something. (laughs) Yeah. He did the LinkedIn job. (laughs) Yeah. That was like, I expected the one, you know, the new Beverly always on film. I expected that, but I did not expect him to talk about LinkedIn jobs. (laughs) Tarantino for LinkedIn. <laughs> Dude, this is gonna make buku bucks, man. That's I hope like, they as, can as, keep it going, man, because I it love it. On, it. No, it's it's fantastic. I want to see. There's no reason, and I don't know if he'll ever do this because I I don't know if that's the type of personality he has. But Kevin Smith made became a spoken word tour guy, not a stand up comedian. But you people went to like, hey man, I'm Kevin Smith. People went to go see him talk. I would watch them film this live podcast for hours. Like one hundred percent, we're going to be here for four hours watching this podcast. I'm going to be there their entire time. There's something about him talking about film that just pulls you in. I'm, yeah, again, he's just got a pure take on everything. You I know? feel like I'm Bradley Cooper listening to De Niro on that old <laughs> actor studio when you're just like can't get enough. Like when he's talking, you're in, man. You're just totally in. Uh, I did have a little bit of heat, and I get why he did it. Like he, he was not, uh, and I guess this was the third episode, even though they had an after show, which is like a secret episode, and that's when they covered women in cages. You had heat with that? No, I had heat with the third episode of him not liking Moonraker. <laughs> oh, you but, know I've never seen Moonraker. No? Oh, my I God. I just never seen that one. I actually tweeted at him from our account because... How can you not love that poster of Moonraker? But I think he he he's not a fan of Jaws. I don't. Well, that's uh, the thing. It's pure, right? He's just like he's real. He yeah. has no. He's not gonna look. Moonraker is probably. I haven't seen it, but I know what it is. It's a goofy movie, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. it's a goofy movie, and you've got to have a, quite a bit of suspension of disbelief there to say, okay, I'm on James Bond in space. It's like right. Machete in space. It is Machete in space, Fast and Furious in space. That was the equivalent back then. But like he, like legit, says just doesn't like it, and he's not going to like it. Ironically, and say, oh, you know, whatever. He's not going to the movies to have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to watch the movie. <laughs> he is, and you know what? And he called it out, and this is. This is very interesting because I wouldn't have guessed this. He's like, I love Roger Moore. I just don't like Roger Moore as James Bond. And, and I've, I've never seen Roger Moore in anything else except maybe like Cannonball Run 2. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he had heat of that. And then I laughed at, at that third episode where uh, Delirium was the one that he walked out on. But he didn't walk out. He drove out because it was a triple feature at the drive-in. And Roger Avery was like, wait, you were one of those guys that turned off your lights and you had to drive slowly over the humps to not let your spotlight go on everybody and ruin the film experience. <laughs> he like literally drove out of the drive-in because he's like, what, are, what the hell is this? <laughs> but no, dude, this is a, a great show. I highly recommend it. And I, again, I want it to have like a big, thick se- a category of just keep going, man. Go with everything because if we had like our video store still open i would be instantly like okay yeah let's go get this yep 
He doesn't. Yeah. He bought the video archives, and he gets into it. He literally bought the shelves too, right? Yeah, and he bought like a record store too. His house has a video store and a record store in it. Oh my god, that is he not living the dream? <laughs> Although he, they, they were quick to point out, and I think it was Roger Avery's daughter. He's like, oh no, but Roger bought all the. Uh, the laser disc collection <laughs> twist he, those ends up not those end up not lasting yeah that's they what he said apart. it's like laser rot and i was like i never even heard of laser rot yeah uh, you know i only because they like, used to glue two discs together oh is that why it did because oh, they couldn't make yeah. a double-sided disc they just had to glue them together back in the day <laughs> who came up with that shit <laughs> dude have you i own the laser disc you know which one i owned what caveman with Ringo star i own i have a stack yeah oh, i've you got, got a, a pretty stack. good stack yeah caveman that's a great movie that's yeah. a whole podcast on its own yeah i did not but that was the only one that it did not last this was i think that went along with i own friday on cd movies that you can watch on your computers like right before and i was like the guy's like you sure you want to buy these you know dvds are coming out here soon i was like what where do i get a dvd i don't even have a player i want to watch friday on my computer he's like it's two discs i was like okay and i still have that one i bought friday and i bought congo was that divix no it was before divix it was literally just it just said movie on cd that's all it was and i bought friday and congo (laughs) i gotta bring i gotta bring it i think it's still stuffed in with my uh, cd collection